0: What's up, guys? Welcome to No Regard, the number one basketball podcast in the world, because we say so. I'm your co-host, Vase Mubin.
1: Hi, I'm Army, the better of the two brothers.
0: Army, I gotta say, you're dressed very nicely today.
1: Yeah, I thought, because this was our fifth episode, that I'd uh, dress a little special today. I actually um dug this up from a old man at the graveyard. Uh, he was my great-grandfather, and um, he was wearing this, so I thought it be, might be nice to bring back... Some uh, you know ancestry when it comes to the fifth episode. You you took that outfit out of a grave. I did. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. You caught me off guard there. All right. Um. Today, guys, we have some crazy news. Some crazy stuff happened throughout the throughout the NBA. Usually, I like to start off with some news, but Army, let's just jump right into it because we'll we'll get to the news at the end of the episode because this is such a big deal. We can't. W- we just got to start off with this. Because Russell Westbrook joins the Los Angeles Lakers in exchange for Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Coldwell-Pope, and the 22nd pick in last night's draft.
1: Army, is this a good move for the Lakers? I think that it's a great move for the Lakers. A lot of people are saying otherwise, uh, mostly because of Russell Westbrook's shooting struggles. But um, I don't see it as that big of a problem, especially if you end up surrounding the uh, other players with shooters. Because... This is the thing. We've seen LeBron James have really great shooting seasons. I mean, one in specific, 2018, he shot really well from three.
0: And in 20, uh, what was it, 13, shot like 40% from three. Right.
1: So LeBron James, when necessary and when needed, and when it's his primary focus, can shoot the basketball. Russell Westbrook shot 31% from three last year. I mean, seasons prior, he was shooting mid-20s. So Russell Westbrook's just playing. Simple, not a good shooter. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can get yeah, a solid above 30 because that's all I really expect from him at the end of the day. And I don't expect Anthony Davis to shoot as bad as he did last year from three. Yeah, I just expect better in general from Anthony Davis, so I'm not even going to go get into that. But I think as long as you surround these three superstars with shooters... Russell Westbrook's a superstar? Russell Westbrook's still a superstar, yeah. Disagree, but go ahead. Okay. As long as you surround these... Three powerhouse superstars with shooters, I believe th- believe the system will work out at the end of the day. Especially when it comes to working in the depth of the bench. Mm-hmm. Once you do that and get one of the stars out, then they can still roll with each other. This big three is, it's beautiful. It's like nothing I've ever seen before.
0: It is. Um. It. it well, I mean, it's. So, my initial reactions when I first saw it was like everybody else. I was like, oh, wow, great, Russell Westbrook. That's that's cool. That's cool and all, but he can't shoot. Everyone's initial reaction was very similar to that. So, you ask yourself, how would he fit on a team that struggled with shooting last year? Why would he be their primary focus, you know? Um, But then... I heard Kendrick Perkins say something and I you know, I don't usually not a huge fan of what Kendrick has to say a lot of the time, but this particular thing striked me because he was right. Um because if you compare the Miami Heat Big Three, which was D. Wade, Bosch and LeBron, to this Westbrook, um, A D and LeBron Big Three, it's similar in the ways that I mean LeBron is the same. For the most part, as a, a very similar as he was uh, shooting wise in Miami, but yeah, Dwayne Wade wasn't a great shooter either, and Russell Westbrook's not a great shooter. Chris Bosh and AD are both, you know, decent shooters. So, and they they obviously worked out in Miami. They won two championships. Um, so that that's very interesting to me because at first I was like, oh, I don't I don't know if this could work, but that gave me hope because it. Very similar things have happened, with, like I said, with D-Wade and LeBron and and Bosh. So I think that it was a very good move for the Lakers. I was initially a little bit shocked, initially a little bit concerned, but now uh, I am a a fan of the move. And I've always loved Russell Westbrook, I want to say that. I've always loved the energy and passion that he brings to the game. Never takes a night off, gives it his all every single game. Always I, I have respected that about him because not every player does that. Um, But Westbrook, when you go to see him, he gives it his all every single night. And that's going to be fun to watch in L.A.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of the times we see LeBron. I mean, I'm a LeBron lover, but a lot of the times we see him give up throughout games where they're down and things like that. He stops trying. He stops trying his hardest. Russell Westbrook will never stop giving you his all. Yeah. He digs deep Every single game, and he has the energy of a dog, a mutt. He is a monster. So if he can push LeBron and Anthony Davis to have similar energy, I don't see a world where the Los Angeles Lakers aren't champions next year. But okay, at the same time, you made that Miami Heat comparison. Tell me, who was the depth on that Miami Heat team? Give me a few role players from those Miami. Oh, they had some
0: decent depth. They had Ray Allen, Shane Battier, Haslam um yeah they had some guys yeah
1: mike miller mario chalmers Chalmers, norris cole besides udonis haslam all of those guys were very above average shooters mike miller ray allen sharpshooters those guys obvious i mean ray allen's chalmers could hit threes exactly they had guys that could shoot so my only problem with what we've got right now is who are we starting at shooting guard and horton tucker I mean, the dude shot 28 from three last well, year. Well, actually, 28%. There
0: are reports that we could still land Buddy Hield.
1: Really, with with pieces or a sign and trade or I,
0: what? I, it was something with a sign and trade with Schroeder, I think.
1: Oh, that'd be great. That would
0: be great. I would love that. I'd love that too. I don't know how too. realistic it is, but there there's reports that it could happen.
1: I mean, Buddy Hield lights it up. He can shoot the ball. Oh yeah, he
0: shot like what over 40% from three. I think something this
1: year? great, but. I'd love if that happened. They really, they've got a lot of guys that they got to add to that team because right now, especially if they get back Drummond and he's our five. I mean, Gasol can shoot, but that's mostly all he can do. He can pass the ball and shoot, but like, barely. Yeah, it's. I just would rather him not. Exactly. I'd rather Gasol not be playing. Like, he doesn't benefit the team. I'm just being honest. But. Then we lost Contavious, and he was a probably our best shooter. Mm-hmm. We is Marcus Morris still on the team? I'm Not sure. Marquise, sorry, I'm not sure. He yeah. he could shoot. He could shoot. He could shoot. But um,
0: I remember in the 2020 playoffs, he w- he had a strap. Like he yeah, he was not missing in 2020. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: But um, I can't have Talon Horton Tucker starting at shooting guard. He's a worse shooter than Westbrook, LeBron, AD. He's not a good three point shooter. Right. And. So there's a few guys that I would like to add to the Lakers.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and there is reports. I mean, uh, there are guys – the Lakers have made it a top priority to add. They made it known that it is a top priority to add shooters in the off Um, And even – even not even necessarily shooters, but they're going for scores, it seems like, too. There's reports that, like we mentioned earlier, Carmelo Anthony, and in a previous episode we mentioned Lakers are targeting Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I just saw a report today they're targeting Rudy Gay potentially um there are guys um that could fit with the lakers yeah obviously i think um shooting is should be their top priority right now because with this big three it lacks shooting um but let me ask you a question army um we like to compare a lot on this show it seems like are the lakers big which one is uh, okay are the lakers big three better than the nets big three let me just ask you that
1: are you speaking in terms of talent or who do i think will be better together
0: Just work better together, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I'll just say it how it is. In terms of talent, we will never see a big three like the Nets are right now. They are the most talented big three ever, and it will remain like that. But, sorry, I'll go in terms of basketball. I believe that the Lakers would work better together.
0: Why do you say that?
1: And this is is hoping that we get players to surround them, like shooters and things. Hoping the Lakers get shooters. Yes, because... If in, yeah, those three guys can't shoot, like they they are not great. I mean, LeBron's uh,
0: he he's he's streaky. AD he, he, uh, he's okay as well as a shooter. Not yeah. a, he's not a sharp shooter. Is what I'm saying, right? And Westbrook m-
1: unreliable. Exactly. So that's why I would say, um, in terms of offensive talent and offensive ability, the Nets are the best, no question about it. Defense, it's a blowout though. Mm, Russell yeah. Westbrook when he puts his mind to it. He is a top perimeter defender in the league, amazing perimeter defender, and even a bully down low when it comes to interior defense. So it's just um, all mental for him. Yeah, he has he to
0: put himself like in that mindset. quick, because he's, he's, al- he's not always like that, exactly, defensively, but when he puts himself into that mindset and says, "I'm going to lock this guy down," he does it.
1: Right. And Kyrie Irving, see there's, I'm making the matchup comparison.. Right. Kyrie Irving's not a good defender. He's a below-average defender. I would not consider him a good defender. Then let's move on. LeBron James, uh, when it needs to be done, LeBron James is a he steps up. a top dog when it comes to defense. A former runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year should have been Defensive Player of the Year in mm-hmm. most people's eyes. Yep. But um, LeBron James is, yeah, a phenomenal defender when need be. James Harden is not. James Harden did prove, improve his defensive ability. However, it is not to the standard that it should be to be a superstar. Uh, Kevin Durant's a good defender.
0: Yeah, Durant's a good defender.
1: Durant is a good defender, a high IQ defender, knows when to help, has good on-ball defense. But in comparison to Anthony Davis, who's a generational talent when it comes to defense, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't mean much. So the Lakers are far superior defensively, Yeah, but the Nets are s- slightly superior offensively.
0: Oh, only slightly, you think?
1: Yeah, because they don't have an interior force like Anthony Davis. Mm. LeBron James is also the best driver of the basketball in NBA history. The paint, the paint is taken over by that Lakers big three. They have three insane finishers at the rim. That's true. The Nets just have, I mean, they amazing shooters destroy us shooters. in terms of shooting. Yeah, for the sp- the three ball especially. The other
0: thing I really like about the Westbrook edition is his leadership because I think he could he could really be a great influence in that locker room for LA. I mean, like you said, LeBron at times when things aren't going great, he can kind of his body language can kind of mope around a little and not not be the best. I think Westbrook could really influence um you know, whenever they're down, he he's that energy guy. He's going to get you that bucket, he's going to make sure these guys aren't giving up. I think Westbrook could really be helpful in that aspect as well, in, in the locker room.
1: For sure. And also, yeah, go ahead. Were you so I've so just got a question for you. Who do you think that the Lakers should add in order to make this team fit the best together? One particular player? No, I'm just saying in general through free agency. Well, we
0: just need shooters. It's really that simple. And I, I think a lot of um, – Guys would be willing to take veteran minimums to play on this team, uh, ring chasers. I mean, you mentioned J.J. Reddick is a free agent this year, right?
1: Yeah, he is, but J.J. Reddick gets paid usually.
0: He likes likes his money, for sure, and I respect that. But, yeah, no, he probably won't. uh, 13 mil,
1: 13 mil last year.
0: Oh, he got paid 13 mil? But
1: J.J.'s old, so I don't know. J.J. will, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants a ring. He's never even been close, so... I wouldn't be surprised if he... Closest
0: he got was with the Clippers,
1: I think. I believe so, yeah. and that didn't mean... No, much.
0: actually, uh, in the with the Magic. He was on the Magic. They they made it to the finals. Oh, he was on the sw- he was Yeah, close. the he Dwight's match. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, didn't they get... They sw- lost in five games. Yeah, yeah. They lost in five but, um, games. But also, he was on uh, Philadelphia when they lost to Kawhi's game-winning bounce shot. Right, yeah, no. So, yeah, so yeah, I, I guess he's been forgot. fairly close. He but has, yeah. Then he's got the taste on his tongue. He wants a ring. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully. I don't but, know. yeah, J.J. would be one of those guys. I don't want Danny Green back. But he is an unrestricted free agent that can shoot the basketball. I don't want him back either. I don't want him back at all. Uh, there's there's good guys that are on this list. Tony Snell, Trevor Ariza.
0: I, I've always liked Ariza. He's a good 3 and D guy. I thought you were
1: going to say you like Tony Snell, but I, I would understand if well you I did w- like him. Why would I like Tony Snell? I don't know. I just I like him. I just like <laughs> how he looks.
0: Whenever I think of him, I always think of that 0 0, zero, zero style. Yeah, yeah, same,
1: <laughs> same, same, same. He kind of like, I don't know, he kind of seems like he would just hit a big shot if you need it randomly. Maybe. He's just that type of guy. Uh Patty Mills. Oh, okay, I want JaVale McGee back. Yeah, he's on this free agent list. Mm. I want JaVale McGee black back badly because he. we don't have a legit center. And Andre Drummond's not going to cut it because I don't like... What, like, I don't like the attitude he's giving off the court either.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if Drummond's going to return. Is, wait, is he with the Lakers still? Like, I- or is he, in a, is he a free agent too? I don't,
1: I think he's with the Lakers still.
0: Oh, okay. I think he's
1: restricted. But oh I don't I know, understand. actually. I'm okay. not sure.
0: No, that's all right. Um, But also I want to look at the Wizard side of this trade because I think, <laughs> actually, I, th- I think they benefited a lot from it too. A lot of the Wizards' problems came last year because they didn't have depth. They had Westbrook and, and Beale and pretty much nobody else. Bertans, Thomas Bryant.
1: Oh, that rook. That rook's really that good. That rookie, yeah, I
0: don't remember his name. Don Donnie or something. something. Yeah, He's decent. But at the end of the day, they didn't have depth. And that's why they weren't an, uh, weren't a great team. Um, so with this trade, they get Kuzma, they get, uh, Harrell, and they get KCP. I think that's a great move for them, and, and a few draft picks as well. I think it's a great move for them. It's clear that they, I don't think they're looking to compete, really. Um, just based off the moves that they have made and haven't made. I mean, if, I mean, it's, it's hard to attract a star player to Washington for sure, but I, I do think, um, Kuzma has potential. Uh, even though they said they might move on from him, um, I, I do think he could blossom into maybe not a star, but um, a very good player in Washington. Um, and then I've always loved Montrez Harrell, his hustle, his heart, his grit that he brings. Um, and then KCP, you know, great, th- very good three-point shooter. Uh, solid defender as well. I, I think they're good pieces as well. What do you think in Washington? Well, I
1: just don't know what Washington wants. If they want to win games, then Russell Westbrook will carry a team. Like, he averaged 22 and almost 12 and 12 last year. Like, yeah. he'll, he'll carry a team like nobody else, you know? So, I don't know. If they want to win games, stupid trade. Just leave him. I mean, maybe you can get an eighth seed with your terrible <laughs> roster. But... Uh, if they wanted to rebuild, it's not a bad decision. I mean, they're just random role players that they picked up. Montrez is good. They didn't really need him. Like, they have no fit for these players. If they were young players, it'd be a different story. Kuzma, yeah, I get it. Maybe, hopefully, he'll blossom. I hope so. I hope so, too. Because I feel bad for him, actually. At the end of the day, Kuzma was given a big role right when he got to the Lakers, and he performed. Mm -hmm. He, He wasn't expected to do that, but he played better than Lonzo Ball. He played better than... Brandon Ingram, he looked cute while doing it. His <laughs> tattoos were nice. His outfits did a lot of great things for that team. I mean, really? I'm sure it really got that locker room going. But um
0: his outfits did.
1: Yeah, his his outfits probably motivated a lot of the people in that locker room. Hmm. Um but uh yeah, I think Kuzma deserves to play well somewhere. Oh yeah. Because he he got that taken away from him. That big role taken away from him right when LeBron got.
0: He there. was put in a very difficult position. Yeah. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, why not? But great discussion. As always. Uh last night the twenty twenty one NBA draft took place. Army, Cade Cunningham went first overall to Detroit. Jalen Green then went second, and Evan Mobley followed at number three. Army, big question for you. Who is going to be the best player to come out of this draft?
1: I have Josh Giddy, number six pick from the NBL. He's very talented, long. He's like a white Ben Simmons. Who he's in. He's in
0: Oklahoma City, by the
1: way. Go ahead. Oklahoma City. Yeah. yeah, he's uh he's he's great. I mean, he's great. But um, oh, did you see that interview of him? I don't know who he was on the Zoom call with. Oh yeah, I but think like I the kid, like what was it? Like he needed to poop or something. <laughs>
0: yeah, the the Thunder reporter said uh that he thought his mic was muted uh-huh. uh and he was interviewing uh Josh, and then um. His son, his like one year old son came in the room or whatever, and he was like,
1: "Oh, did you poop or something <laughs> like
0: that?" And and Josh Giddey thought he was talking to him. <laughs> Giddey was like, "What? What the? What is he talking about?" Yeah, And no. he just continued.
1: Yeah, exactly. That w- that was funny. But um, yeah, Josh is a special talent. I don't know if you guys have seen his NBL highlights, but he passes the ball beautifully. He reads the game great. He's an inconsistent shooter, but he can finish at the rim. He's long. He's not. He's not not athletic, um, he's good. He's really good, and I I think yeah, one day he'll be something special. Mm, that's good. But if it's not for him, out of the top three guys, just Jay- whoever you think. Jalen Green, Green. You like Jalen Green? Jalen Green's. I mean, ever since high school, I've liked Jalen Green. He is one pretty boy that can shoot the basketball. Freak athlete, freak athlete. Um, he's yeah, he's great. He's a great scorer. He'll he'll be a. 25 guy for you for sure.
0: You're not a huge Cade Cunningham fan.
1: No, I'm not a huge Cade Cunningham fan. People what, are comparing him a lot to Luca. No, I don't think he's good looking. You <laughs> think he's good looking?
0: I mean, he's a decent looking guy.
1: I mean, he's not bad looking. Like maybe I'd give him a peck, but like, <laughs> come on, not not. He's nothing special. No, Jalen Green. Jalen Green's a pretty boy. Okay. But um, come on. But Cade Cunningham. He's getting Luka Doncic comparisons. I don't think that's. I've even heard fair. a Jason
0: Tatum comparison.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan. He's six eight, but he doesn't play like he's six eight. He plays smaller than that. He shoots the ball well. Yeah, he shot forty percent from three. He's not that athletic. He's not great at really. Deep. I feel like he's fairly athletic. He doesn't seem that athletic. Like not Jalen, not freak athlete.
0: Oh, he's not a freak athlete, but uh, he's a decent athlete. I mean, he's not. He's not like Marcus Gasol.
1: No, Marcus is a different level of athletic. He's what is he f- forty three inch vertical? What was it? Oh, uh, Marks. Yeah, Marks is forty four and a half. Forty four th- yeah, and a half. Marcus. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's up there for sure. But I um, mean,
0: we've never seen an athlete like him before.
1: No. Yeah, he runs a four two forty. I think that yeah, something exactly. like that. He beat yeah. Usain's record. Yeah. But um, no, Cade Cunningham doesn't do it for me at the end of the day. The third pick, however, Evan Mobley, I see a lot in him. I see maybe like um. Well, honestly, I see a lot of James Wiseman in him. His talent from the arc, he can shoot, he can drive, but he's really athletic. And like he said, I think he'll be like nobody the NBA has ever seen before. This year in the NBA draft, we didn't really expect there to be a lot of shining stars of talent. However, I do think that this year's NBA draft is just as special as any other. 2003, any of it. Like I think this year will be full of all-stars. Cade Cunningham hopefully will uh, make something great out of his career. I think he's really good, but I don't think he was far and beyond from the next three picks. I don't know much about Scotty Barnes, if I'm being completely honest. I know he's a hustle guy. He got comparisons to Draymond Green. Uh, I guess he's a good defender. And then who else got drafted? Oh, yeah, I heard that um Mac McClung training camp yeah the the Lakers are signing him for their training camp that's pretty cool because Mac McClung has been a household name since hu- like his high school days then he went to Georgetown then he went to texas Tech i mean he's been through it but at the same time he deserves he deserves to be in the n b a now he's worked for it he's really talented
0: yeah that's fair that's completely fair um Our camera just died, so... That's um, why I had to ramble for a bit. Yeah, uh, sorry about the bad quality now uh, for those who are watching on YouTube. Um, But, Army, I also want to say I do like Cade Cunningham, actually. Oh. Because, um, you know, I I don't know a huge amount of players coming out of this draft. I feel like it's not extremely star-studded like some of the other ones. Honestly, I haven't paid a huge amount of attention to that many of these guys. But I I have seen Cade Cunningham, and I do like him... um, like you said, a good three-point shooter, shot forty percent from three. Um, long guy, eight uh, six eight. Um, long in a lot of ways, I'm sure. Um, oh yeah. Um, and then, why do you think that? What, what What do you mean?
1: Sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, 40, 44 percent from th- uh, from the field. Working on the efficiency. Averaged twenty points a game. Um, at the same time, yeah, like I said, six eight. Um, decent shooter. Very good ball handling skills. I've s- I've noticed. Um, I like him. I mean, I don't I don't love anybody in this draft just because I d- haven't paid attention to anybody. But if I had to choose a guy, I'd go with Cade. Um, I I like him.
1: Really? Okay. So let me ask you this: How do you feel about Jalen Suggs? Have you seen a lot from him?
0: Not a huge amount. Um, decent player though. Uh, obviously. Um, obvi- um, but no, I d- I don't know a huge amount about him to be honest. Why? What do you?
1: Uh, I don't think he's like. That great. He played Gonzaga, right?
0: Uh Suggs? Yeah. I, I, I don't
1: I don't know. I don't Yeah, know. I believe he was on Gonzaga.
0: He got drafted to the Magic at the fifth.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't supposed to happen, I don't think. I mean I, I assumed he was going fourth. And then who was who had fourth?
0: Uh who had the fourth pick? Yeah. Uh fourth pick, Raptors drafted Scotty Barnes. Raptors
1: had Scotty Barnes, right. I thought that Scotty was supposed to go fifth, Jalen was supposed to go fourth. So I'm maybe the Magic got a little caught off guard. Because I don't see why they would need another guard. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't really know what the Magic are doing with themselves. But, yeah. um They play with themselves a lot. Yeah, they are a a big bunch of Lagunas, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, I don't know. I think Jalen Suggs isn't a fifth pick worthy player. Okay. If I'm being honest.
0: Move on, shall we?
1: Yeah. I'm I'm excited for next year's draft. I want to say that before anything. Who's in next year's? Uh Chet Chet is the top oh. prospect. Uh
0: Mikey Williams is in that
1: draft or no? No. no Mikey's to, yeah, Mikey's a migrant. Yeah, Mikey's my age. Oh, okay. Um and then also there's that guy from France. Oh yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. that that's like Chet the Chet and him went at it in the USA versus France nineteen U mm. Olympic yeah. tournament.
0: Yeah. Um Okay. So yeah, like I said, typically we start with news, but Today we're doing at the end of the episode just because we wanted to get into the Westbrook um, situation with the Lakers, but Army, now let's get in uh, to the daily news or the weekly news, I guess, since we do a podcast about once a week. After making it to the NBA Finals for the first time in his first time in his career, Brian Windhorst reports that Chris Paul is expected to stay in
1: Phoenix. Army, is this the right move for CP3? Uh, I I guess so. I mean, it's it's fairly deserving because he just brought them to an NBA Finals. Not many players, unless your name's Kawhi Leonard, leave the year after that type of thing. That's kind of just disrespectful. Um, like they obviously probably treat him like it's their ho- his home at the end of the day right now. So, uh, I think it was a good decision for CP3 to stay there at least one more year, just for courtesy sake.
0: Well, I think. I've seen reports that he's looking for a three-year deal.
1: Whoa. Okay, three-year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Three-year, $100 million, I think.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think, uh, I I mean, look, you're not going to win in a, a championship in Phoenix if that's what he's looking for. No, not at all. Um. Not, not with Russ going to the Lakers and, and obviously the big three in, in Brooklyn. You're not going to win the championship I mean with the ev- team that they have unless I- they get somebody.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even with... Kawhi, if he's playing for the clippers right most better. people consider the clippers better than the Suns. oh i
0: do yeah. yeah for sure um but i i think it's a decent move for chris i mean he he. i guess he might be happy in phoenix he's making great why are you looking at the mic like that what he's making a great impact on um on booker and and the suns as a whole with aiden he's helped him a lot um yeah I, i'm Happy for him. I mean, I wish I could have seen him in a Lakers jersey. I would have had him over Westbrook, to be honest. I just because he can shoot better, and he's, I mean, multiple multitude of reasons. But um, yeah, good for him. Stan in, stay in Phoenix, if you want, CP3. Yeah, I think it's fair. We got Westbrook now. I mean, the Lakers got Westbrook now. So, yeah. let's see. Yeah, never mind. Okay, after a rocky start, though, Team USA seems to be getting back on track as they destroy Iran. Um, 120 to 66 was the score. I mean destroy them in basketball, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah, because I was going to say that would not have been the first time I heard it USA destroy <laughs> Iran.
0: Okay. Damian Lillard led the team in scoring with 21 points, along with Devin Booker pitching in 16 and KD scoring 10. Army, should we start to regain confidence in Team USA, or is this just a result of weaker competition?
1: I mean, I really feel bad for Iran at the end of the day. Our foreign affairs with them. We should we're just talking pull about our out. Oh. talk about troops Talking about basketball. Oh, what was the question? Could you repeat? <laughs> are you s- Are you serious? Oh, I thought we were getting into politics for a minute. No, but yeah, no this is a basketball podcast. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Forgot. You want me to repeat? What I, I thought just we say? were talking about on our. You know, we have another podcast. We do not. We do not have another. Sorry, podcast. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: The The U.S. destroyed <laughs> the U. No, oh hold on hold, on, hold on. Again, <laughs> the U.S. beat Iran in basketball. One twenty to sixty
1: six. Oh, you caught me off guard. I thought it just another one dropped.
0: After the US's struggles in basketball, should we regain confidence after this win against Iran? Or is this just a result of Iran, you know, not having a great team?
1: It is both. Well, yes, we should definitely regain confidence. Any win, making a shot, it gives you confidence, obviously. <laughs> in basketball, it's it's a mental sport. Okay. Um, but Iran probably does suck. I don't know much. I don't know any... I don't know one player on their team. Yeah, is there any NBA players?
0: I I couldn't... Uh, I mean, if they are, I have no idea who they are.
1: So, yes, Iran probably sucks, but it was probably really good for our confidence that we were able to decimate a team like that because that hasn't happened yet. So, um, I'm glad that it did. Uh, I don't like the fact that it had to be Iran that we destroyed, though.
0: Okay. Uh, For me, I think... Um, I think agree. It's a little bit of both. Um, one is I think we're starting to gel together a little bit more. We're starting to, um, just play better together. But at the same time, it's a run. They don't have one NBA player on their team. It doesn't look like if they are an NBA player, I don't know who they are. Um, but at, but at the same time, I think, um, good for them. Good for team USA. We finally got a win, uh, a good win and i mean i don't really have much to say i yeah i think it's a result of both i think we just need more time to gel as a team and the the more we play together the more we start to trust each other the better we'll be
1: did you see the alert about the uh team usa players not being happy about greg popovich's coaching style
0: i did i did see that
1: that to me is uh slightly disrespectful i mean greg popovich this isn't his first time coaching big teams like this and it usually works greg popovich has a very high winning percentage consistently makes playoffs i mean not recently but when he had good teams consistently made the playoffs a championship coach Uh, i didn't like that i didn't even like that that report came out because these guys don't have room after they keep getting beat by random ass i mean not random i'm sorry they're these are good countries. These are really good basketball countries that are beating us. But I don't like – I mean, we've lost five times in Olympic basketball. The USA has lost five games in Olympic basketball. One coming this year – well, I guess six now maybe. Four of those losses were in 2004. So um, I don't think there's room to be talking about the coach. I think this is the player's fault that this has been happening. Fair enough.
0: Shall we move on? We shall. Kyrie Irving takes to Instagram calling his new Kyrie 8 sneakers trash and claims that he had absolutely nothing to do with them. He says that Nike plans to release the uh, release his sneakers without his okay. Army, what do you make of Kyrie calling out Nike like this?
1: Go, Kyrie. Go, Kyrie. Go. <laughs> go, Kyrie. No, I, I have a lot oh, of respect God. for Kyrie. Um, I think that he's uh, a really bold personality. And, um, I like the fact that he called out a massive corporation like Nike because uh takes
0: some gu- take some guts,
1: yeah, I mean you don't we don't know what's gonna happen to him now, we don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen with his contracts, his money with Nike, so um, I liked it though, I thought it was really cool of him to do something like that,
0: yeah, I mean, I like Kyrie as a i mean Kyrie is an interesting guy, um he's definitely not one to back down, no matter who you are, no matter if you're a billion dollar corporation. Um, also, I want to say props to Kyrie because he just built a uh w- a solar water well in Pakistan, uh right a solar water well yeah something, something like of that. that sort um, uh and it it gives water to like a thousand people a day or something like that um so props to Kyrie good guy does good things for the community c- uh, for the community does good things for the world um and yeah um why would Nike not get his say I feel like it's his shoe. I uh, it's his shoe it's it's his brand um I mean that that sucks for Kyrie it really does but I mean props to him for not being scared to speak out a lot of athletes wouldn't just because they don't want to start conflict with this big corporation but um props to Kyrie he's he's
1: tough and I like how he did it straight publicly on like Instagram yeah. like he's just such a bold person for that he is bold so that's the last piece of news do you want to move on to some trivia we can do trivia. Let's do a little trivia. We'll make this episode a little shorter for you guys.
0: Yeah, I've been wanting to shorten the episode. You got you got trivia questions.
1: I got some trivia questions. Unless you want to use your computer, you I was just gonna use the same website as usual. You you just
0: you ask me three and I'll ask you three. Okay, ready. Let's let's do it.
1: Let's see. Any day now. Okay.
0: I I have questions. If you I'm ready. If you're ready.
1: Uh, oh okay you can.
0: Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'll start off with one easy one. Well, I okay. No, I'll just ask you three questions. Okay, which country was Steve Nash born
1: in? That's an interesting uh, one. S- South Africa. Yes. Yeah, South Africa. Wait, did we do this question already in another no, episode? No, no. You asked the Boris Diao, Nicholas Batum. Oh, okay. And the answer was France.
0: Okay, yeah. Steve Nash was born in South Africa. That is yeah. correct. You have one point. Um. Okay, this this is a difficult one. Jeff Hornacek, you know, the guy uh, on the Jazz, yeah, shooting was guy. a reliable shooting guard who helped the Jazz reach two NBA finals in the 1990s. But which team did he begin with?
1: Okay, so he's white. His last name's <laughs> Hornacek. The Suns. What
0: the? How did you get that? No, no,
1: no. I do kn- I've do. seen him win a Suns jersey, if I'm being honest. But, yeah.
0: What the hell? Yes, that is correct. With the Suns. Um, Okay. Uh, you want a very hard one? No, this one's impossible. No, one.
1: just give me a simple, just give me, like, the last two.
0: Mm. Okay. This is an interesting one. Where was Rick Fox born in?
1: Rick Fox. You have the answer already?
0: I do have the answer. Very good looking guy, Rick Fox.
1: Um. He was in a movie. That
0: one Tyler I think you
1: asked me this question. I don't think so. Is it Canada?
0: It is Canada. Okay, give
1: me a different question. Cause I think you asked me that before. Okay.
0: Hmm. Okay. Which excuse me, which and which player joined the Timberwolves in the nineteen nineties and was the first player in twenty years to get drafted straight from high
1: school? Kevin Garnett. Yeah. It's simple. Okay, I thought I was gonna mess it up or something. All right, three for three. That was good. We that might was a see a winner. We might impressive. see it. That was impressive. Who was the first high school player to go straight to the league and get drafted first overall?
0: The first
1: one? Yeah, first overall he got drafted. So.
0: No, the first player to go first overall and from high school. Yes. Kwame Brown.
1: Yes, Kwame Brown. <coughs> Come on. <laughs> Why did you
0: write in the microphone? Sorry,
1: Sorry about that. Who is the first NBA player to record ten steals in a single game? Hmm. Do you want this question or a different one?
0: No, no, give me this question. Ten Steals?
1: First NBA player to ever do it.
0: I'm gonna go with Stockton.
1: J West. Okay. Yeah, so it was a lot before that. A lot before. Okay. I
0: was gonna I was gonna say I want Iguodala, but
1: <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see, let's see. I want a more simple one. Alright,
0: any day? We're just um sitting here. Any day now, are we? No pressure or anything. It's not like we have listeners trying to Alrighty, answer. which
1: expansion team was the first to win the NBA Finals? No, that's a bad what? question. Who was the two thousand two finals MVP? 2002? Who won the two thousand? D- I think the
0: uh, I want to say the Lakers won 2002 with Kobe and Shaq. Mm. <coughs> then Shaq.
1: Shaquille O'Neal, yes. Who? What was the other question? So you were two for three?
0: I was two for three. You won. We then.
1: have a winner of trivia for the first, first time, time first ever, ladies and gentlemen. First time
0: ever winner of trivia. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of no regard the number one basketball podcast in the world because we say so uh for any uh, or check us out on social media at no regard media we're on tiktok instagram facebook twitter once again that's at no regard media uh our website no regard media dot godaddy sites.com go daddy go daddy um anything else money
1: I just want to say how good you look in a suit. Let's appreciate I that. I just want to
0: say how good, how, I don't know if good's the right word, but you pull off something in, in that outfit. Sexy,
1: delicious.
0: Okay, thank you guys so much for listening to No Regard.
1: Have a great day. Peace. Mwah.